Hello and welcome to the John Arden Show. I am your host, John Arden. And uh, this is a new episode on Thursday. I am back. Hope everybody's having a good week. Um, Hope everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Hope everybody had a good weekend from last weekend. I sure did. Very relaxing, very fun for me. Can't complain too much. So, I'm just going to start off right away. Let's not waste any time. But, yesterday, reports came out that Kanye West... um, Dropped out of the presidential race. I'm reading this from Fox 10 and Phoenix. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just read the quote here. And <clears throat> it says, "Quote, according to a new report from Intelligencer, a get out." The vote specialist named Steve Kramer claims Kanye West is already out after the Yeezy founder hired both paid and volunteer staff to help him secure signatures in Florida and South Carolina to get him on the ballot. And goes on to say, Kramer claimed Kanye West's team was working over the weekend there, formalizing the FEC and other things that they've got to do when you have a lot of corporate lawyers involved, end quote. And then it keeps on saying, the specialist claimed there was, quote, overwhelming support to get Kanye West on the ballot. And then it says, a separate source who remain anonymous, claimed to the outlet that they were hired for $5,000 to help Kanye West gather signatures in Florida to meet the state's July 15 ballot deadline. The outline claimed he needed 132,781 valid signatures from Florida voters in less than a week. Just drinking some water here. Uh, It also says... Intelligencer writer Ben Jacobs wrote on Tuesday... That he reached out to Kanye West's publicist... For confirmation on his recent efforts... When the musician's team suddenly went dark. And then... um, Jacob says, quote, as I waited for a response, I followed up with Kramer, who told me he's out, end quote, says Jacobs. Kramer told the outlet that staff were disappointed that Kanye West has allegedly suspended his efforts. He also claimed to have nothing good or bad to say about Kanye. And then Kramer says, quote, everyone has their personal decision about why they make decisions. 
running for president has to be one of the hardest things for someone to actually contemplate at that level. Quote. So that was yesterday, and then um, and then yesterday, TMZ reported that Kanye West 2020 presidential bid is still alive. This is what. Um, TMZ is reporting. Kanye is officially on the ballot in Oklahoma, according to the state's election board, beating Wednesday's deadline. As we reported, contrary to other stories, Kanye is still very much in the 2020 presidential race. We first told you he filed documents with the Federal Election Commission about filing docs an individual state following docs filing docs and individual states shows he's getting granular about his run remember the latest poll shows he's nabbed two percent of the vote and then it also says Kanye West has taken his first official step on his road to the White House. He's filed with the Federal Election Commission, seeking the office of president. Kanye filed the first form required by the FEC on Wednesday. Form 1, Statement of Organization, declaring that Kanye 2020 committee will serve as the principal campaign committee with West as its candidate. The party is listed as BDY, which Kanye says stands for the birthday party. However, he's yet to file more important Form 2 statement of candidacy, which shows he's raised or spent more than $5,000 in campaign activity and triggers candidacy status under federal campaign finance law. Regardless, the move comes on the heels of reports that Kanye was dropping out just 10 days after making his surprise July 4th on Twitter announcement after news broke that he was polling at just 2%. Looks like he's trying to keep hope alive at least for now. So it's um it seems Kanye is still in the race, but um who knows for how long? And who knows where he'll go with that.
so I don't know what, what's going to happen here with Kanye West. I mean, he's still in the race. He's still alive. I don't know. Okay, I don't know what's going to happen with him. So now we're gonna switch gears and talk about about and talk a little bit about um, the NBA. The NBA's uh, restart is approaching uh, very uh, soon here on July thirtieth, to be more specific. And I don't know, a lot of people making some crazy predictions. Uh, we got to see what... Uh, we need to hear what Charles Barkley is making a prediction here, I think. And uh, let's hear what he has to say. Get in first. I'm going to tell you this. If the Portland Trailblazers get in the playoffs... They will beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. Ooh. Oh, that is bold. They got to get in first. So there you go. He thinks the Portland Trailblazers are going to beat the Lakers. I don't see that happening. It just... That's not going to happen. You got LeBron James... The Anthony Davis. You can't stop them. There is no way you're going to beat them. The only way anybody can beat the Lakers is if either one LeBron or AD is out with the virus. That's the only way. Or if both have the virus and they're not playing. That's the only way. But as long as LeBron is healthy... And as long as Anthony Davis is healthy, there is no one beating them. Um, that's just that's just how it is, you know. No one's beating them. Name me a team who's gonna beat them. Who I don't know. Clippers maybe. Right now. Clippers maybe. It's possible. Clippers might have a chance just because um they have a deep team. They have a nice bench. Uh their starting five is pretty good. You got Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, the coach, Doc Rivers. I think the Clippers, maybe the Rockets. I think those are the only two teams that could probably beat the Lakers. Probably. But the Lakers are the favorites to win the championship this year. I have the Lakers winning it. Now, I am a Lakers fan, so I guess I'm being biased here.
But I I do have Lakers as the favorites. Uh, like I said, you have Anthony Davis. You have LeBron. There's no stopping them. So I think Lakers will win it. Um, it'll probably come down to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Lakers in the finals. I don't see nobody in the East beating the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't see it. Um, if Kawhi Leonard was still on the Raptors right now, then they would be the they would be the favorites coming out of the East. Not the Bucks. Um, the Seventy Sixers. They have too many questions. Can Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons get it together in the playoffs? Will Ben Simmons shoot three pointers? There's a lot of question marks about them. The Celtics. I don't see it. I think maybe next year they'll be writing. This year, no. I think it's the Milwaukee Bucks this year. They got the Greek freak, Giannis. Dude's a beast. He's probably going to be the MVP again this year. But I don't think he's winning the championship this year. It's not going to happen. Maybe next year, if he stays with the Milwaukee Bucks, um, that remains to be seen. I have a feeling he might not stay. Because eventually, he's going to want to play with the star player. And just him... Being the only star on the Bucks is not going to get it done. He can only go so far being the star of that team. I mean, I mean, just look at LeBron. He was a star player in Cleveland for seven years. And yeah, they went to the finals in 2007. And they got he got swept by the San Antonio Spurs. So then what happened in 2010? When he was a free agent, he went to Miami and formed the big three with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They went to four straight NBA finals and won back-to-back championships. It worked out well for LeBron because he played with other star players. Uh, Giannis, the Greek freak, I think he should do the same this year. Just leave the Bucks. And no one is coming to Milwaukee. It's not an attractive place for star players. A lot of teams are going to be interested in him. Um, another person to watch out for is Anthony Davis, who will be a free agent. A lot of people think he might resign with the Lakers. I don't know. I am, I'm hoping he does. I would. I want to see him be on a different team. 
because when LeBron leaves and retires, then the Lakers will be Anthony Davis' team, and then the Lakers can get another star player to, to pair him with. So I think um, the Lakers should do everything in their power to keep Anthony Davis with LeBron. So we got a little bit of news here. Uh, Chris Haynes from TNT, NBA TNT, has some news to report about Eric Bledsoe from the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's take a listen. I want to talk about a player that is not here right now. Milwaukee Bucks guard Eric Bledsoe. He has not been here since the team arrived last week. I spoke to Bledsoe, and he told me the reason he's not here is that he, he tested positive for the COVID-19. He told me he's not feeling any symptoms, and he, he's, he really really feels good. And he is hoping that he will get here as soon as possible, as soon as he fulfills all the NBA's protocols. So there you have it. Aaron Bledsoe of the Milwaukee Bucks has the coronavirus. This is not really surprising. Earlier this week, Russell Westbrook uh, had the, uh, tested positive for the virus. A lot of NBA players are testing positive for the virus. Um, so it's not really surprising. And the good thing is that it's happening before the games are starting. So they got some time, you know, to get quarantined before the 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 restart happens. Now, what happens if three, three or four guys on on the team test positive at the same time, and they got a game the next day? You're gonna have four missing players on your team. I don't know what's gonna happen with if, like, let's say. The Lakers, Anthony Davis and LeBron both test positive for the virus and they got to miss a lot of time. Like, I think in what, 14 days, right? I think right for them to quarantine with if, if they get the virus. So what is going to happen if, like, star players on both teams, like, um, test positive and they have a game to play and their star players are out? I don't know what's going to happen. Look, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be the most craziest NBA season of all time because of the circumstances that these guys are going to be playing in. Um, This is never like... I, I don't ever remember an NBA season this crazy, to be honest. Like, you're playing in a pandemic era right now. You're playing in Florida where... <clears throat> The cases are going up like crazy. This is insane. What's going on in Florida? Um, the governor over there doesn't have any intentions of placing another lockdown. He's going to keep it open. I don't know. I don't know at what point he's going to close it down. I don't know what. What's going on with him, but it seems like he doesn't have no intentions of closing Florida down.
not right now so there's that I just hope uh, all these guys are safe and healthy when when the season starts you know it would be a shame and they're the game like on a Tuesday and it's the Lakers and the Clippers and the third players on both teams are are out because of the virus. Like, who's going to watch that game? Because pe- people want to see LeBron and AD against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. We want to see that. And if these four guys are out because of the virus, then what? We're going to be watching the, the bench players play against each other. Nobody, nobody wants to watch that. The ratings are going to go down. This this might affect the NBA's ratings if um, big-time players are testing positive and they're out during games. This is going to be um, very interesting stuff going on. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens, to see how teams are going to react if... The next day after a game, somebody tests positive. Two or three players on a team test positive. So we're going to see what happens. I, my opinion, I don't see the NBA finishing the season. I don't see it. I mean, I'm hopeful. But I just don't see it. I really hope it does. Um, I really hope the season can finish. But I'm just not sure. So I'm going to play a clip here. Um, Charles Barkley was on ESPN Sports Center about a week ago. And he just expressed his concern on the NBA playing over in Florida. And and he he doesn't think it's going to work. He, I don't, he thinks that the NBA probably won't finish their season. He kind of shares my sentiment like, it's not gonna happen. It's gonna get it's gonna get cut short eventually. And we're gonna play the clip and hear what Charles Barkley has to say. And favorite there, maybe not so much Vegas's. Seventy five hundred to one odds to win. Your thoughts on this level of disrespect. It's total disrespect. But you know what? I already guaranteed, Hell, I'm not coming in last place. I'm going to beat somebody. I promise you that. Have you already looked at, like, who's at the bottom of you could potentially take? Well, I haven't. Well, we just finished our round. So I got to see what DeMarcus Ware is. He's the one guy I know that I'm better than. So I got to see some scores before I get overconfident. <laughs> Uh, Chuck, it's your 25th year at the ACC, the first time without any fans. How's it going to feel to not have anyone in the gallery to potentially hit? 
Well, that's probably one of the reasons I enjoy playing golf. I get to hit fans. You know, there's some fans <laughs> deserve to be hit. I'm going to miss doing that. Uh, you know what, L? Uh, sports are going to suck in general without fans. The fans are an integral part. They're important. They're significant. They give you energy at times when you know when you're exhausted. Sometimes they're giving you such a hard time, they, get, they make you play better. Sports in general, not just here, is going to suck without fans. But that's the new normal we're living in. And, and I don't see any time soon when we're going to have a bunch of fans. And that's really going to suck for the players, too. Yeah, and I imagine it's going to be eerie as you're calling these NBA games. The players, of course, arriving in the bubble in the midst of soaring COVID numbers in Florida. And MLS teams being infected while in their own bubble in Orlando. Chuck, what do you think of the effectiveness of the NBA's bubble restart? Well, you know, I, I personally don't think they should have started testing people until they got in the bubble. Uh, you know, because uh, that's what I personally think. Testing guys before they got to the bubble, that made zero sense whatsoever. We have about three weeks before the season starts. I thought when everybody got in the bubble, we should have started testing then. You know, L, listen, I love Adam Silver. I love the NBA I don't see how this thing is going to work, to be honest with you. You know, they want, they say 83 days, really three months. I don't see how we can go three months and do not have an outbreak in Florida, which is the number one hot spot. Now you got all these NBA teams. You got the WNBA. You got Major League Soccer. I just don't see how it's going to work for three months. And I'm really, really scared for the NBA. So, Chuck, what in your mind would precipitate the canceling of the season? Well, see, you know, L, I actually, so the NBA, to me, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. And what I mean by that is, you remember when Rudy Gobert tested positive? Mm -hmm. They quarantined Utah and Oklahoma City. Now they saying if a player tests positive, they're just going to take him out. I don't understand. If you sequestered both teams when they tested positive last time, how can you only take one guy out who's been at practice in the hotel with his teammates and played against other NBA players? I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Thanks for watching ESPN on YouTube. For live streaming. Well, there you have it. Um... The great Charles Barkley uh, expressing his concern there, and I can I can say I disagree with him. I I think he's one hundred percent correct in what he's saying. And I don't think it's gonna work. To be honest with you, this season is not gonna last long over there. So I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I hope the season finishes, but, you know, but with the cases going up in Florida and the possibility that more than one player on a team gets the virus and how that's going to affect a game and the ratings, and this is going to be a disaster. I 
I mean, I love the NBA. I'm a big fan, but I don't think they should have been. I don't think they should be playing under these circumstances. I don't think they're gonna get through the whole season. This restart is not gonna finish. I don't see it happening. I hope I'm wrong because I I want to see basketball again. I want to see teams playing. I want to see my favorite players on the court playing. But with these circumstances, it just makes it impossible to think that we're going to get through, what, August and September. And and you're going to tell me that we got through. So you're going to tell me that we got through August and September and nobody tested positive? Like five people on the team didn't test positive? That's that's crazy. It's going to happen eventually. So I don't know what's going to happen when that happens. What's the next step for the NBA? Are they just going to cancel the whole season again? Are they going to cancel it and say, okay, we're going to scrap it. No champion this year. We're going to do a retry for the next season. I don't know. A lot of crazy stuff. It's really confusing because I don't know where they can go with this. Very tough stuff. But luckily, I'm not the one in charge. That's Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. He's in charge. He knows what he's doing. I'm sure he's looked into every possible situation that could happen. And I'm sure he's prepared for anything. So I'm pretty confident that he knows what he's doing. He's looked at every scenario possible that could happen. And I guess he'll do what he thinks is best for the players. And and we'll go from there, I guess, right? We just got to hope and pray that everybody comes out okay there. You know, we don't want nobody to, to die from this or, you know... We don't, want, we don't want nobody to, to be dying down there in Florida. Just because they want to go play basketball. So hopefully everybody is safe down there. And and I hope everybody else is safe too. You know, I hope you guys are safe out there. It is summertime. People are going out more. Just got to be careful. Wear your mask. I am definitely a supporter of the mask, so I don't see what's the problem with it. I don't know why people are making a big deal out of it. Like, what? I don't gotta put on a mask. That's going against my rights. And look, when you get sick, don't. I don't want to hear it. Don't come talk to me about your rights anymore. When you were sick and you're in the hospital bed with a ventilator. Yeah, you're going to know what's the deal. Good luck. Look, I put on the mask whenever I go out. I don't like it, okay? I'm I'm not going to sit here and say I enjoy it because I don't. Especially when it's summertime and it's hot as hell. I don't like having it on, but I need to do it. It's for 
my safety, everybody else's safety. You know, if if you want to get rid of this virus as soon as possible, if you want to beat it, just just put on the mask. People, just put it on. Look, it's uncomfortable. It's hard to breathe. I know all of that. Trust me. I've heard all, all the reasons why people don't like it. And I agree. It's uncomfortable. You can't breathe. You look silly. Whatever, whatever. I get it, but... When you're living in, in in this environment with the virus everywhere and you don't know who has it, you don't know who doesn't have it, you just got to put it on, you know? But if you decide not to put it on, then you might get sick and I don't know, depends how hard the virus hits you, you might be in the hospital. And a ventilator, and then who knows what's going to happen to you after that. Whether you make it or not. That's, I don't know. That's like a, what, like a flip the coin, heads, you live, tails, you're dying. If it lands on tails, then you're dead. Because the virus took your life away, so. You're taking the risk. So I'm going to wrap up the show here today. Um, just keep safe, everyone. Hope everybody has a good weekend. I will be back next week. A new episode. We'll have more to talk about. Maybe Kanye West makes more announcements. Maybe he drops off for real next time. I don't know. We'll keep an eye out on, we'll, we'll keep an eye out on him, on Sleepy Joe Biden. On Donald Trump and keep an eye out on everything going on in the world today. So until next time, be cool.